0: Friends, this indeed is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. You have already gotten just a taste of the wonderful music that will be brought to us today. You will hear introductions by our musicians later on in the service. Um, At this point, we want to welcome all who have gathered here, all who are guests among us today, all who are gathered virtually, and let us begin our time of worship by standing and singing the Celtic tune, Be Thou My Vision.
1: My life. Be thou my vision and thou my true word. inside me
2: Please join me in the call to worship. I will read the light print and you can read the dark. The world belongs to God, the earth and all its people. How good it is, how wonderful, to live together in unity. Love and faith have come together, justice and peace join hands. Open our lips, O God. And our mouths shall declare your praise. I'll be reading from the Song of Songs. This is a love poem uh, that the Celts like to use as a form that the the mystics thought throughout the ages that um, this spoke to the soul's relationship with God. My beloved speaks and says to me, arise my Lord, my, fair one, my love, my fair one, and come away. For now the winter is past, the rain is over and gone. The flowers appear on the earth, the time of singing has come and the voice of the turtle dove is heard in our land. The fig tree puts forth its figs. The vines are in blossom. They give forth fragrance. Arise, my love, my fair one, and come away. Oh, my dove, in the clefts of the rock, in the covert of the cliff, let me see your face. Let me hear your voice, for your voice is sweet and your face is lovely. Catch us the foxes, the little foxes that ruin the vineyards, and our vineyards are in blossom.
1: Certainly hope you enjoyed The Butterfly. That's the one we played as our intro. That is, a, that is an old Irish slip jig and a staple of, of any Irish session you go to. Uh, and sit in and on and play or just listen. Doesn't matter. This next song is called Granny Mary's Song. It's my own composition, and uh, it has within it a beloved old Scottish melody. And I sing it for you today not only because it's appropriate for a worship service. It was written in desperation for a worship service long, long ago. It's about the second song I ever wrote. Um, but it's also proof positive that um, in this celebration of Celtic music that we've been asked to perform by Courtney, Celtic music is not some dead language that we just study in a classroom. Celtic music is alive, living and breathing out in the world, and it uh, it goes into everything that it touches, and it changes it. Oh, um, let me take this opportunity to uh, also tell you about the long ancient and well-established tradition in Celtic music of everybody in the room singing along as loud as they possibly can when they happen to know a song that the singer actually starts singing and uh, more on that in a minute this is called Granny Mary's song the rock of ages. You sing and I'll turn the pages. Help me count my blessings. It's gonna take all day. Meet me down in the garden. Bring along the soul guitar and sit for a while and I'll strum Amazing Grace. It's a long old road to travel Some people go it all alone Some sit by the wayside Others just stay at home Me, I do a little better Cause it take a little time to pray I know I got a friend to help me along Making sure I don't lose my way No woman took my hand one time Said, when I leave this world, don't cry There's a better world waiting for me up there See you in the bye-and-bye Then she sang me an old song And she knew every word by heart Swear I heard some angels singing along They all knew their parts They sang, play me the rock of ages you sing it, I'll turn the pages. Help me count my blessings, it's gonna take all day. Meet me down in the garden, bring along the soul guitar and sit for a while, and I'll strum Amazing Grace. that's all of my story it's gonna make a fine theme for glory thanks for listening to me I hope I didn't keep you all too long he sure has made a nice day I think I'll go outside come on along and we'll finish the song out in the bright sunshine it goes play me the rock of ages you sing and I'll turn the pages. Help me count my blessings, it's gonna take all day. Meet me down in the garden. I'll bring along the soul guitar and sit for a while and I'll strum. Y'all sing along. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a rich like me i once was lost but now i am found was blind but now i see keep singing sing this next part too Lay me the rock of ages, you sing and I'll turn the pages, that's right, help me count my blessings, it's gonna take all day, let me hear you, meet me down in the garden, bring along the soul guitar and sit for a while and I'll strum. wonderful
2: that was great thank you for letting us join in that story new to us and familiar and um, what a wonderful way to incorporate a lot of the Celtic traditions of storytelling and how that story we're all interconnected in that story not only with one another with God but with nature and the world around us. So here is another story that I'd like to read for you. It is from the the healer's tree and it's a story of St Columbanus and the bear. And as you're listening, I'd like you to think of this question. What if there really is a spiritual presence that animals can sense that we yet cannot? Encounter with non-human elements of the natural world can offer great challenge, particularly when we have to balance our own concerns with those of the environment and other living things. While the Roman church was striving to bring Celtic Christian faith under its control, Columbanus, an Irish monk, was traveling Europe, including Italy, spreading his own Celtic approach. On one occasion, Columbanus was fasting and praying in a cave near some apple trees, which provided his only food. One mealtime, his assistant came in great consternation and reported that a large bear was prowling around the orchard eating the fruit. Being a man of great peace and prayerfulness, deeply attuned to God's creation, Columbanus told the assistant to go to the bear and show her which trees she might eat from and which trees were for the humans. So the assistant went back and marked out a dividing line with his staff and explained to the bear that she was welcome to eat from one side, but not from the other. For the rest of Columbanus' stay in the area, the bear did as she was asked, and there was plenty of apples for everybody." Like other holy people through ages, Columbanus ceased to present a threat to wild creatures and in turn had no fear of them himself. His solution to the problem with the bear in the orchard, probably not one that we can reciprocate, replicate, offers us a critique of our own behavior towards the natural world. In trying to survive, wildlife gets in our way. In our remorseful efforts to tame and use nature for our own survival, we get in wildlife's way. Finding a balance is what Columbanus manages to do so that the human and wild animal world can coexist. To survive, we do not have to achieve total domination. What Columbanus does, though, is not just to establish control by building a fence. His decision goes further and depends on his confidence that nature will cooperate based on his experience that it often does. For Columbanus experiences reciprocal relationship with the wild creatures. He finds intelligence and responsiveness in them and a sense of God's presence in creation. Columbanus knows the bear. He has met them before and he trusts them. Dare we step into his story and accept the possibility that the creatures and their habitats have intelligence, a voice even, and live in the loving presence of God, that they are not mere objects over which to exercise control, but living things to understand, communicate with, learn from, and respond to? Please join me in this. Prayer in unison on the screen. (laughs) Safe hiding place, God, draw me in and show me that I am safe in you, my bolt hole, my earth, my cavern, my lair. From deep within you, let me venture out like a nestling through down this bear cub in spring, the threats to my well-being less frightening. In your protection, let me become increasingly sure until the day I am ready to welcome and share the cave of the bear is wide open door. Amen.
1: Beautiful. And this next song, uh, is also an original composition, not by me, but by another local boy who lives out in Elkton, and who has actually on occasion studied uh, in this very building. I'm not sure he's quite finished yet, but I know he will, and that's how he is. Um, I'm going to make a statement, and it's a pretty brash and pretty broad and pretty brave statement, but I'm going to make it anyway. There would be no bluegrass if there weren't Celtic music. I'm gonna say that again. There would be no bluegrass if there were not Celtic music. In the same way that there would be no rock and roll if there was no Delta blues, there would be no bluegrass if there were not Celtic music. This next song um, contains a piece of an old Carter family hymn. And yes, I do call it a hymn, Fight Me. was a young boy, I'd go down by the creek Rested behind my grandpa's house I'd sit under the sun until his work was done Stars came out to dance around Mama was worried I was down there all alone she Said I would fall in and drown my piece of heaven that I found at age 11 Thank God it's still there now Will the circle be unbroken By and by, Lord, by and by There's a better home away, than In the sky, Lord, in the sky But beware of them snakes They'll bite you if they get a chance But that serpent only strikes If temptation is nearby And I was resting in the hands of the Lord Will the circle be unbroken By and by, Lord, by and by There's a better home awaiting the sky Lord in the sky God made me place where I can rest my soul till that day does come. I'm gonna have my piece of heaven that I found at just 11, about 50 yards behind that barn. I'll still have my piece of heaven that I found at just 11, about 50 yards behind that barn. Will the circle be unbroken by and by, Lord? There's a better home away tent in the sky lord in the sky will a circle be unbroken I do call that a hymn, Fight <laughs> Oh, So, um, and I guess we'll do at least one slight introduction. Um, all the way to my left, I don't know my left and my right. Yeah, my other. All the way to my left, playing the beautiful um, Irish Blackwood Flute, which was made right around here in Nelliesford, Virginia, by a man named Patrick Olwell. Dr. Cheryl Tobler. <laughs> Dr. Tobler did her dissertation. Many of you know exactly what that means, what that <laughs> is, and why I bother to even point that out. Um, Cheryl Tobler, Dr. Cheryl Tobler, did her dissertation in the music of the Irish travelers. Um, we call them more commonly gypsies. Uh, the Irish and Scottish travelers, and we're going to do a, uh, or she's going to play you on her beautiful blackwood flute, a traveler tune.
3: Um, So the name of this tune is, it's in Irish, and it's pronounced Casa uh, Tagand, which means roughly twisting rope. Um, It's not actually a traveler tune, I cheated a little bit, Um, but if you look historically the the traveler communities that you find in Ireland and Scotland and England, and actually now in parts of the U.S., um, they have a history of working with horses and twisting rope and ropes and bridles and things like that certainly fits in with some of their historical occupations. Um, I was introduced to this um, tune. Actually, it's the melody of a gorgeous old Irish Sean Oss song. Um, And Sean Oss is Irish for old style. And it's um, very kind of, um, Jim, jump in here if you want, (laughs) free-flowing kind of just beautiful-sounding music. Um, And it also applies to the dance, too. So I think a lot of people are familiar with... um, Irish step dancing, like the river dance with the stiff arms and all. Sean Oss is in that style, but it's an older version of it and the arms are free to move about. um, But it's just a really lovely kind of style of music and dance. So it it attracts me, it's some of my favorite stuff. And so this is a song, um, but we're gonna, I'm gonna do the melody version of it and you'll hear kind of that free flowing bit. Um, with the rhythm, and then we're going to follow that up with one of our favorite Irish reels that you find on lots of CDs, traveler CDs, non-traveler CDs, and all that, called the Mary Blacksmith, which is another occupation that's been attached to travelers sometimes. So there's a traveler connection, even if it's not an actual traveler tune. Sorry, Shannon. <laughs>
4: I covered all the wounds. I did. <laughs> but
3: you know, a lot of the tinkers played music. And yeah, yeah. That's what interested me, that they were very musically connected people.
4: Yeah, they were, um, she used the word tinkers. Uh, a lot of the traveler folk uh, did odd jobs, especially uh, uh, metal work, you know, plates and pots and pans and you know, hammering out the, the metal. And uh, a lot of smiths, a lot of tin smiths, and so on, uh, which kind of ties in with blacksmiths. Mm-hmm. Follow up to.
1: Now for a more full, a more <laughs> <laughs> and now for a fuller introduction. Um, all the way to my left, Dr. Cheryl Tobler, ethnomusicologist and professor. Here, right in the middle, Mr. and Mrs. Jim and Phyllis Gaskins. Uh, Phyllis. Go ahead and hold the dulcimer up. Before you ask, that instrument that Phyllis is playing is called a mountain dulcimer. Both of them are called mountain dulcimers. And there's a Celtic connection there because that instrument is actually based upon a German instrument that some of the German immigrants brought with them who settled right here and around these mountains. And uh, the Scots-Irish immigrants who also settled right here in and around these mountains Took one look at it and one listened to it and said, oh, hand that over here. We've got some ideas about that. So that's the mountain dulcimer. And... Um, If any of you want to come up to Phyllis after the service and ask her about it, she'll be absolutely delighted to tell you all about it. Jim will be absolutely delighted to tell you about his bionic arm uh, right there. (laughs) I'm Shannon, Shannon Dove. I work kind of way down the hill there in that big brick building, and we have been asked to come here this morning and give you a, a celebration of music on the eve of the eve of a day that we celebrate an entire culture, which I think is absolutely wonderful. I think every culture should have its own day. Um, Leave it to the Irish to go first and show the rest of us how it's done. Um, We have been invited here to, to give you, hopefully, a celebration of music from that culture, and we're delighted to do that. This next song I want to play for you, or we want to play and sing for you, is a song, well, it's about the Troubles. So it's a, it's a bit of a sad song. Now, do all of you know what the Troubles were? For those of you who don't know, the Troubles, um, well, and before I go any further, you're going to ask me, you're going to want to ask me, you're going to say, Shannon, why are you going to play us this sad song right in the middle of this service that you've already called a celebration? There's a reason. If I were to, if, if Dr. Cheryl Tobler in one of her ethnomusicology classes were to ask me to design a program of Celtic music, and I did not include a song that touched on the troubles um, or a song that touched on the diaspora, and we've got that coming up as well, the diaspora being the, the, um, the exodus from Ireland out to the rest of the world. Uh, lots of irish ended up in places like chicago and new york and boston we've got a song uh, generally speaking in irish culture those songs are referred to as leaving songs and we've got one of those coming up for you as you're leaving because that's how good i am see uh, it's actually called fisherman's blues and i guess now that i think about it fisherman's blues in and of itself isn't really a leaving song um but it, but it has the bones of a leaving song in it. it. It carries the DNA forward of a leaving song. The first verse goes, uh, "I wish I was a fisherman tumbling on the sea, far away from dry land and its bitter memories." It carries that DNA in it, and uh, yeah, music does carry DNA. You didn't know that, did you? you know. But um, so why do a song about the troubles in the midst of a program of celebration? And I will tell you that. If I were to be assigned by Dr. Cheryl Tobler in one of her ethnomusicology classes to design a program of Irish music, and I did not include something that touched on the troubles, she'd probably, what, drop me 10 points? An yeah, F. She'd give me an F. An F+, plus, maybe even an F+. plus. The troubles, for those of you who don't know, was the... And this is where it gets interesting, was the conflict, the strife, the civil unrest that occurred in Northern Ireland between the years 1968 and 1998. So that's 30 years. It is generational. It was generational. And and the troubles are interesting for two different reasons. The first being that lots of people in the Western world, especially in Ireland, but in the Western world, we go to all kinds of great lengths to call them the Troubles, or to call them strife, or to call them civil unrest. Anything but what they were. Troubles was a war. It was war. That's, That's what it was. And yet, we here in North America and in Europe, we go, we go to great lengths to come up with these, these subtle euphemisms. The, uh, the civil unrest, the strife, the conflict, the troubles. The interesting thing about the troubles, two interesting things about the troubles, the first one is that if this, if this same thing had happened anywhere else in the world, absolutely anywhere else in the world, other than perhaps North America, we would call it what it was. It was a holy war. We would call it that. And, or we would call it jihad, one or the other. But we would call it that, and we wouldn't hesitate to call it that. And we would call anybody who was ever involved in it on any level a terrorist. We wouldn't hesitate to do that. But in the case of the Troubles, you don't. We just call it the Troubles. In white Christian Ireland, this thing happened, in this case, Protestant against Catholic. We go out of our way to call it the Troubles. And if it were anywhere else in the world, we would call it what it was. We would call it a jihad or a holy war. And that in and of itself is probably something that is worth sitting and pondering for a long time and maybe having a a frank discussion about, but that's a different day. The second thing that's interesting about the Troubles is the term holy war itself, right? Holy war. What is that? What's holy about a war? Is there anything holy about a war? Why do we even say that? I mean, the term itself, at best, it's a joke. And at worst, it's a lie. It's a lie that we tell ourselves when we've already decided to do something completely awful to somebody else and then blame God. That's what holy war is. And it doesn't matter Catholic, Protestant, Christian, Jew, Jew, Muslim, Shia, Sunni. It doesn't matter. It's the same thing. The term holy war is a lie that we tell ourselves in order to blame God for the things that we do to each other. But I'll tell you a little secret. This is something I learned a long time ago in Mennonite Bible School. You can't tell, but yeah, I went can't tell by looking at me, I know. I'll tell you a little secret that I learned a long time ago in Mennonite Bible School. It ain't God's fault. And I can prove it. I'm going to prove it to you right now. I want you to do something for me, and you're going to do it. You know why? Because I've got the microphone, and that's the deal. I want you to look around, and I want you to find the nearest person to you. And I want you to look them straight in the eye, and I want you to say to them, I am your friend. And I want you to mean it. And then I want you to find another person, just one other person, somewhere, somebody who's not even maybe sitting near you, and I want you to do the same thing to them. Go. Do it. You said it and you meant it, right? Now, just imagine if everybody in this room went out on campus and did that to two people and they did that to two people and they did that to two people and they did that to two people. This thing would be all the way off campus and into the town by lunchtime. It would be out into the county by this evening. It would be, it would be all the way almost to D.C by tomorrow morning, it would be in Chicago and moving past Chicago, it would be halfway across the Atlantic by day after tomorrow. Two days after that, it'd be in the Ukraine. God has given us the power To make as many friends as we want to, as often as we want to, as many as we want to, wherever we want to, whenever we want to. He has given us that power. And he has reserved that power for us. God doesn't need to make friends. What does God need to make friends for? The angels don't need to make friends. Well, they need to make friends for their angels. He has reserved that power for us. And we can use it as often as we want, anytime we want, anywhere we want. Celebrate that. This next song is called There Were Roses, and it is a song about the Troubles. And it is a sad song. I want you to focus on that. It does have a sing along chorus. I want you to focus on that. And it is a true story. Maybe not these particular three people, or maybe so, we don't know. They were. This is ab- this is absolutely a true story. This is absolutely a true story. Don't focus on the sad. Focus on the three friends. song for you this evening It's not to make me sad No for adding to the sorrows Of our troubled northern land Lately I've been thinking And it just won't leave my mind I'll tell you about two friends one time Who were both good friends of mine Isaac Scott from Brawnham He lived just across the field great man for the music and the dancing and the reels. McDonald came from South Vermont to court young Alice Fair. We'd often meet down on Ryan Road and laughter filled the air. There were roses roses There were roses and the tears The people ran together Isaac, he was Protestant And Sean was Catholic born But it never made no difference For the friendship, it was strong Sometimes in the evening When we heard the sound of drums We said it won't divide us For the three of us are one ground our fathers plowing the soil is just the same places where we say our prayers they just got different names we talked about the friends who died and hoped there'd be no more As little then did we realize the tragedy in store there were roses cheers of the people ran together It was on a Sunday morning when the awful news came round Another killing had been done just outside Narytown We knew that Isaac danced up there, we knew he liked the band when we heard that it was him who was dead we just could not understand we gathered at the graveside on a cold and rainy day the minister he closed his eyes and for no revenge he prayed and those of us who knew him from along the Ryan road we bowed our heads and we said a prayer for the resting of his soul There were roses roses there were roses and the tears of people ran together Fear filled the countryside there was fear in every home late that night a car came prowling round on Ryan Road. Catholic would be killed tonight to even up the score. Ah, oh, Christ, it's young Macdonald that they've taken from his door. When Isaac was my friend. He cried and he begged them with his tears. Centuries of hatred now have ears that do not hear. An eye for an eye was all that filled their minds and another eye and another until everyone is blind there were roses roses there were roses and the tears of the people ran together i don't know where the moral is where the song should end. But I wonder just how many wars are fought between good friends. And those who give the order's Well, they're not the ones who die. Scott and McDonald and the likes of you and I. A song for you this evening. It's not to make you sad, nor for adding to the sorrow of our troubled northern land. Lately I've been thinking, and it just won't leave my mind. i tell you about two friends one time who were both good friends of mine. There were roses, roses, there were roses. And the tears of people ran together. There were roses, roses, there were roses, and the tears of the people ran together. Beautiful, thank you.
0: Thank you, Shannon, for the touching story and the motivation that you have given us to go into the world making peace and making friends. As we leave today, I want to first thank Barbara Bowman who helped me plan and lead this service and to thank our musicians for joining us today and blessing us so greatly. And I think we owe them a round of applause. invite you to gather back in this space or virtually next week as we celebrate our inaugural interfaith chapel service with guest speaker Rabbi Randy Nagel from Temple House of Israel in Stanton. As we go forth today, we, we go with the Fisherman's Blues song that you've already given us an introduction to. And as they are playing, it's a going song, which means we have to get up. And if we are standing, we might as well be moving. So if you have felt the Spirit leading you to do a little Irish dance as you step out of here, then please be our guest. So let's stand for the benediction and ascending song. Christ is all around us. Christ goes before us, Christ is behind us, Christ is above us, Christ is below us, Christ is within us, and as we go, we share Christ.